Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty, and this week I have a quick and dirty tip about the plural of RBI and other such abbreviations. A meaty middle about the difference between principle that ends with P-A-L and principle that ends with P-L-E. A tidbit about the origin of the phrase run-of-the-mill. And finally, I have some fun news to share about the game show Jeopardy and a favor to ask. And now on to making initialisms plural. Okay, I know the NBA playoffs are happening and the Stanley Cup finals are happening, but the boys of summer are on the field, too. Baseball season has started, so it's a good time to answer questions from listeners who've asked about how to make an abbreviation such as RBI plural. It can be confusing since it's the R part, run, that's becoming plural in runs batted in. Should it be RSBI or RBIs or something else? Even though it doesn't make absolute logical sense, you make initialisms and acronyms plural by adding an S to the end, no matter what part would be plural if you wrote the whole thing out. So even though it would be runs batted in, you write it as R-B-I-S, R-B-I-S. In the past, some publications used apostrophes to make acronyms and initialisms plural. So until a few years ago, it was common to see something like RBI apostrophe S or CD apostrophe S for RBIs and CDs in the New York Times. But today, all major publications and style guides that I'm aware of recommend simply adding an S without the apostrophe. Whether you put periods after the letters in an acronym such as NASA or an initialism such as RBI is a style choice. But neither the Chicago Manual of Style nor the AP Style Book recommends using periods. And that's your quick and dirty tip. Even if it's not the last word in the abbreviation that would be plural if you wrote out all the words, you make acronyms and initialisms plural by simply adding an S to the end. And now on to principles. Today, we're going to recall that the principle is indeed your pal, but we'll also see that a principle can be so much more. In this segment, we'll talk about the various ways to use principle with a P-L-E and principle with a P-A-L. And these two words are pronounced the same way, principle, but I'm going to pronounce the N that ends with pal, principal, so you can follow along more easily. A listener named Sarah has come across the word principal in relation to a job title and is wondering if that's the correct spelling. She asks, if I'm the partner that's responsible for and a technical contributor to our MySQL practice, will I be the principal 
As I was taught oversimplistically in elementary school, the principal is your pal, it's a noun. Or the principle, a law or precept, again, simplistic. I don't tend to think of myself as a law unto myself or the primary source, so spelling it P-R-I-N-C-I-P-L-E doesn't seem right. And the definition of principal, of most important, consequential, or influential, is closer but I've gotten feedback from clients that each is wrong. Well, it's easy to confuse similar-sounding words like principal and principal. Let's look at the meaning of principal first. Sarah's right that it refers to a fundamental law, doctrine, or tenet. It is a noun only. You could use it to refer to grammatical principles, meaning rules. Or you could say that someone is a man of principle, meaning a man who has strong ideals. As Sarah suspects, principal has nothing to do with the job title. The word principal, on the other end, just might. Like Sarah, you've probably heard the trick that the head of your school is your pal. And that's a good way to remember the spelling of principal, because he or she is a fair disciplinarian, and so is your pal. And because the head of a school is indeed spelled with P-A-L at the end. But the word means more than that. Principal can be an adjective or a noun. The most common meaning of principal as an adjective is main or highest in rank or importance, as in my principal complaint is a persistent headache. You can turn principal into the adverb principally, which means for the most part. You might see it in a sentence like this. She was principally an abstract painter. As a noun, the word principal has more than 10 meanings. As we've already seen, it refers to the head of a school. It also refers to the non-interest portion of a loan, as in the principal is $250,000. I don't want to read the dictionary to you, so feel free to look up all the meanings. We'll just jump right to the meaning that might answer Sarah's question. One of the meanings of principal is a person in a leading or starring role. This could refer to a person acting in a play or movie, as in Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto are the principals in the movie Star Trek. I believe we can make this definition fit the business definition Sarah's looking for. A Dictionary of Business Terms states that a principal is, quote, a high-level individual, in other words, a partner, in a CPA firm having major authority and responsibilities, unquote, or, quote, an owner, especially one with executive authority of a business firm, unquote. Now, Sarah is working for a computer company, not a CPA firm, but no matter. You can indeed refer to someone as a principal of a business. Those who are heads of large corporations are called CEOs, but if you own a small graphic design firm, for example, or are a bigwig in a computer firm, you can call yourself a principal. Principal spelled with P-A-L at the end. In summary, please remember that principal and principal are actually both pronounced principal. I've just said them differently here to make it easier to follow along. And although they sound alike, they're spelled differently and have different meanings. Principal with a P-L-E has one main meaning, a rule or doctrine. Principal with a P-A-L, on the other hand, has many meanings, including the leader of a school, the non-interest part of a loan, and an important person in a business. Your principal is indeed your pal, but an important person in a business can be your pal too. 
That segment was written by Bonnie Mills, author of The Curious Case of the Misplaced Modifier, who blogs at sentencesleuth.blogspot.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Is it rosettastone.com slash grammar. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash grammar today. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. And now on to run of the mill. How's your day going? Awesome? Terrible? Or run of the mill? If it's the latter, you're having an average day with nothing special about it. Maybe we can add some excitement by exploring where this phrase came from. Let's start with the word mill. Mill originally meant a building equipped with machines that ground grain into flour. It was often run by power from wind or water. Over time, mill came to mean any place that produced materials. A sawmill, for example, that made boards, planks, or timber. Or a textile mill that made fabric. So what's the run of the mill? It's all the stuff that's made by the mill before it's been graded or checked for quality. The stuff can be good, could be bad, could be average. And that variability is reflected in price. An 1876 report to the governor of Tennessee described the state of manufacturing in Cog Hill on Consuega Creek. The rate for run-of-the-mill lumber was $10 per thousand board feet. The rate for choice lumber was $12.50. Today, run-of-the-mill doesn't mean variability in quality. Rather, it means average. Unspecial. 
You might eat run-of-the-mill food at a cheap restaurant or see run-of-the-mill movies on late-night cable. What you won't do is describe these things as run-of-the-mine or run-of-the-kiln. These parallel phrases also drawn from manufacturing have fallen out of use. I guess they were just too run-of-the-mill. So that's your tidbit for the day. Run-of-the-mill means average or ordinary. That segment was written by Samantha Enslin, who runs Dragonfly Editorial. You can find her online at dragonflyeditorial.com or on Twitter as dragonflyedit. Finally, I have some fun news to share and a favor to ask. First, the fun part. I was hanging out online last week when Lori Ann Williams tweeted that Grammar Girl was part of a question on Jeopardy, the TV game show. It was super exciting, and at first I could hardly believe it was true. I thought it had to be the online version of the game or something like that, but then other people started posting about seeing it on TV, too. It turns out there was a podcasting category, and the $200 question read like this. One Grammar Girl podcast dealt with homophones, homographs, and this other similar starting word. And the contestant got the answer, homonyms, right away. The other podcasts that were questions were WTF, The Joe Rogan Experience, All Songs Considered, and You Must Remember This. It was super exciting to be included and also exciting to see podcasts as a category. It definitely feels like another sign that podcasting is becoming more mainstream. But you, you were in early, way before Jeopardy. And now, the favor. Thanks to many of you who voted in the first round, Grammar Girl's a nominee for Best Education Podcast in the Podcast Awards. But now I need your votes again to win. You can vote every day between now and June 12th. I appreciate your vote, and the neat thing about just going to podcastawards.com is that you see all 10 nominees in all the categories. So it's a great place to find new, high-quality podcasts to try if you're looking for new shows to add to your playlist. So head over to podcastawards.com, scope out all the shows, and if you're so inclined, vote for Grammar Girl in the education category. And if you can do it every day or even every once in a while between now and June 12th, that helps a lot. It would make me happy to win, of course, and it would help other people discover the show. And because I'm a professor now at the Reynolds School of Journalism, it'll even make a small difference in my performance review for my job. So if you can go to podcastawards.com and vote for Grammar Girl in education, I really appreciate it. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. That's all. Thanks for listening. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there, because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Master Force Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Master Force tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money.